Hello, hello, MK here. Jesse and I are both so excited to finally be on here making magic in the form of a podcast. We have always had such great convos with one another and wanted to share some of the messages that come through with others. We were both feeling a little nervous before re- recording this episode, but afterwards it felt amazing. The conversation flowed so smoothly and we could have kept going on for hours. We hope you enjoy it. In this episode, you'll get to know a little bit about both of us and how we arrived in this space. We'll talk about some of the herbs we turn to to help move through difficult and changing times and using plant medicine to bring sunshine and lots of love into our lives, as well as the ways that we work with plants within our physical, mental, and emotional bodies. We hope you love this first episode and continue to tune in for more of our candid conversations. Please share with all of your friends and family and check out the show notes for links to the tea blend I chose to put together for this episode, resources, and more. You can also find a discount code in the show notes for the Divine Sunshine Tincture that is talked about throughout this episode. Thanks again for joining us. So welcome to our podcast, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know, like... I don't know. I feel like I've been wanting to do this for so long and I don't even know where to to start with all everything that I've thought of and like want to share and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I totally resonate with that and I've been wanting to, you know, make a podcast for a long time and I'm so grateful to be in a space where I'm able to do it with you and I think us two doing it together and like our connection and just what we have to share with this world and is so special. And um, I'm just really so looking forward to it, but I'm also like speechless as well. I'm like, where do we start? And like, (laughs) we have so much (laughs) we want to share and say and do. So yeah. Yeah, that was, that was great. Well, why don't we start with, how about you introduce yourself, Jesse? Okay. So My name is Jessie Rose, and I have the privilege of living on land today known as Oxford, Connecticut. Um, I reside on Pogasset and Quinnipiac Native American land. Um, I'm Scaticoke Native American, so I feel like my connection to nature and to herbalism really, really kind of stems from there, and I just feel like it's in my bones you know it's really it's in my roots it's embedded in my dna and i have just been on this journey for quite a few years now of reconnecting back to nature back to myself back to my heritage my roots this like beautiful earth and um yeah back into my body as well and um yeah so i'm just on this like nature loving journey out here i have studied alchemical herbalism with the school of evolutionary herbalism and i know that we love sage so much <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i've also studied a little shamanic herbalism um, plant spirit healing connection with twin star which is a, I know you're familiar, MK, but a school, <laughs> a school here in Connecticut that really studies herbal energetics. So that has been so, so nourishing for my soul to 
also be in a space where other people and like like-minded souls are connecting to nature and coming back to this remembrance, you know? So that's really kind of where my work is. Um, and really that, that program has helped me, helped me stand in, in my power in that way. And of course, I'm also a yoga instructor and guide movement embodiment facilitator. So I love connecting people back into their body, connecting back into their home, you know, and I feel like there has been such a disconnection from our body, from our culture and just our society and, and all of that. So I'm so privileged to like be in a space to, to share and teach the yoga traditions and to use my background and my degree in, in exercise science to help people remember what it is to be in their body, to move their body safely, efficiently. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's pretty much like where I'm at currently. And um, yeah, I would like to, to offer you to introduce yourself too now. <laughs> that was such a beautiful intro. I'm also going to add for you um, your business name, Rooted Spirit. So that Thank you. Great wants to look at that on Instagram, you know, we'll put it in show notes and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, MK with her Virgo energy is always holding <laughs> it down. <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned Sage on evolutionary herbalism right off the bat, because my phone is currently resting on that book as we're recording. Sage yes. <laughs> you know, it's always there. So aligned. <laughs> Even from a million, well, not a million, but a couple thousand. Lots of yeah miles away <laughs> yeah so I'm in Portland um well I guess my name is Michaela and I go by MK most of the time so whatever you guys want to call me um but yeah I'm in Portland right now um so when we get to like talking about what's in our tea I'm going to be referencing Portland a lot um but yeah I'm the owner of Barefoot and Barefoot I'm a certified culinary nutritionist yoga teacher forever student of plants this earth and plant medicine and I don't know I don't know if it's Virgo energy maybe you can help me with this Jesse but I just like crave to learn more and more and more and um, my learning comes from the earth and I mean other people as well but like focusing on the earth um, so yeah I've, I guess I consider myself following an earth-based spiritual path um, and I kind of started here, like getting to this, where I am right now with um, focusing on my physical health and honestly, not really in a positive way either. It was all about like how I looked and I wanted to like look a certain way. And that just led me further into myself. So out from the, or from the outward perspective inward. And I started working with my mental health. And that led to working with my heart and like deeper energetics and really recognizing just how connected we are to everything through energy and how that energy is what can either like sustain us or kind of just bring us down. Um, so just tuning into that energy and working to balance it out. And I think that all of the physical things, the mental things that we experience start on that energetic level. So yeah. my focus right now is on using plants in a very energetic way, which is why I love Seja as well, Seja <laughs> and evolutionary herbalism, because um, that's kind of like the whole approach, approach he takes, like 
finding that physical that we focus on in the Western with that energetic and that spiritual element of it. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that intro of you too. And total Virgo energy, you <laughs> wanting to like learn and because you're, you know, I mean, that's your sun sign, but it's my everything Mercury. sign. <laughs> I'm a triple Virgo. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, what? Not 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 my not my three okay, okay, ones. Not my okay, three okay, ones. okay. But okay, my two yeah, two yeah. of them. Yeah. Yay! Um, I need to look at your chart again. <laughs> <laughs> I love diving into charts. So, yeah, like the whole mercury energy i feel like is you really embody that you know and and you're always seeking to learn and that's something that i think we really have a lot in common and yeah also like working with the energetics of the plant and it's almost it's interesting because you mentioned your connection to kind of like your physical body first and then you have moved and, and transferred inwards more and I feel I just really resonate I really connect with that because I feel a lot of my work at first was very physical even like what I studied was very physical right like movement and kinesiology and but now I've cultivated this this more awareness of the energetics and in, infusing you know all of that into our health like our emotional our physical our spiritual our energetic i'm probably forgetting one right now but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i feel i feel just so connected to what you said in that because I, that's kind of where i started as well and how i started like i feel like that's kind of how we start even maybe coming into connection with nature is like you start to see right and you start to be like oh, okay like that's a plant and like maybe that plant like has a use for my physical body to to like that's going to benefit my physical body and the the more i feel like we dive into herbalism and connecting with nature the more we realize how it goes beyond just like the physical you know and how it really is helping us on a spiritual level and energetic level. So beautiful ref reflection. And I think that's what nature also like reflects to us, you know, is the ability to see beyond just the material world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm sure we'll dive into this a little bit more, but yeah, working with the physical first, like even when I started working with obvious, I mean, it seems obvious to us, but I don't know other people listening, like I started working with the plants for physical, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to see a change on the physical level too. And you were saying how you started with working with the physical, with kinesiology and all of that. But even with my culinary nutrition, like that was all about like the vitamins and the nutrients and that's gonna affect me on a physical level. But then moving mm -hmm. into the plants, I was like, okay, first of all, what nutrients are in these plants and then I started to realize the subtle ways that like rose would open my heart without mm -hmm. like it's not something that you can like measure you can't go and get tests done and see how how your heart has opened um like it mm -hmm. didn't physically open but it like energetically emotionally open and that's not something you can measure so and I think that kind of leads into I guess that we should introduce this to um what this podcast is for <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be perfect um, we're 11 minutes in and we're we're, we're getting to 
what the podcast is now. But, um, <laughs> it was just 1130. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jesse and I decided to put this podcast together. And it's kind of just we're winging it. So we're going to be just having these candid conversations around our cup of teas. And if you're an herbalist or if you're into tea or into plants or anything, you might know that like what we put in our cups, what we're drinking each day as our teas or maybe even in other forms, elixirs, juices or whatever, they are very intentionally planned um, based on what we feel we're needing in that moment. Um, And hopefully that hoping these conversations can kind of offer some guidance um, for anyone listening if they're going through anything and like what plants might help them and like also different practices we'll dive into other holistic health and spiritual practices and I'm sure we're definitely gonna be talking about yoga and all these different (laughs) kind of things and I guess our hope is to just really reach anyone that is interested in this intentional ritualistic heart-centered slow living and connecting back to the earth to ourselves and to those around us with this like this oneness that we experience especially through the use of this plant medicine um and yeah do you want to add anything else there jesse i think you said that so gracefully and beautifully and thank you you know i think, thank I think you. that was perfect yeah And just one last thing before we get into what's in our cup today. Oh, I guess we should also say this is what's the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to what's the tea. (laughs) So yeah, what's the tea? Um, And yeah, just one disclaimer here that neither Jesse and I, neither Jesse or I are doctors. And um, anything that we share here is just from our personal experience working with plants, with different um, practices and it's just for some guidance um and hopefully to help some people maybe get more interested in plants or continue their plant journey or yoga journey or whatever it might be totally and I think this is a beautiful invitation too for you know we're we're sipping on tea and I feel so grateful that we are kind of letting the plants like guide us And that's, I feel like the real intention here is like, okay, we're centering this podcast around a cup of tea. And in that way, we're really like the, the whole, the transmission, the, whatever's being shared is, is kind of coming from that, that place. Right. And like, we're, we're allowing the plants to like facilitate this journey. We have no real expectations. We're not putting our, (laughs) like, trying to structure in our human ways onto this. We're kind of trying to let it flow naturally. And I think it's it's just really beautiful and it invites people as well to hopefully and encourages people to get a cup of tea themselves and sit down and just be be present, be present with the, the plants and the tea. And I know MK, you teach about like conscious drinking and, and things. So maybe we can have the conversation about that too and show our listeners how to how to really intentionally do that but I think it's a beautiful opportunity for all of our listeners to sit down, be with their medicine, be with their body, be with themselves, living in presence, because that's where the medicine and that's where the magic is. And I think this is just an invitation to do that. And I'm yeah. grateful to, to share yeah. that. And it's funny that you say that because, you know, I did, you know, with my Virgo-ness too, <laughs> I like was sitting down yesterday and I was like, oh, podcast tomorrow. Okay, what am I going to put in my tea? And like, that's usually something that I think about in the morning, like, what do I need today? 
but also mm-hmm. I've been going through and we'll get into this when I like list what I have in my tea today but been going through a lot lately like life has been moving fast things are changing and I was like I need to like kind of slow down and like again being as I said I was going to come back to this being in Portland like we've still had some sunshine but it's getting gray and mm-hmm. I'm just needing to bring in that like sunshine and kind of like I don't know I'll, I'll get into this a little bit more in a minute but so I was like planning what I wanted in my tea yesterday and or planning it, what I wanted my tea for today yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like okay this is what I'm going through like you know I need like to help with kind of bringing that sunshine in I want some like warm cozy vibes like I've just been going 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 something to slow me down relax me and just kind of give me this big hug right mm. so I pick out a tea blend and I write down I, I like call my tea blend um brighter days or so- something like that something with the sunshine brightness whatever mm. and then I come upstairs and I sit down in front of my altar and I start to do my little ritual that I do every day and that starts with pulling a card from my oracle deck one from my tarot deck so I I take out my oracle deck shuffle it you know I do um, if anybody is looking for a practice to do with their cards what I do is I I cleanse them first with my smudge stick and then I take my selenite wand and I hold it on the cards I hold them to my heart and I ask what guidance I need today Um, So I'm coming from my heart there and then I bring it to my third eye, hold it to my third eye and ask what guidance I need today once again. So using my intuition and my heart um, to help guide me and I shuffle my cards and then I pick the card on top and the card that I got was summer, which was bask in joy and light. And the whole message behind the card was to kind of like stop and slow down and allow myself to, um, bask in the light of all that I've been working to accomplish so it's all coming together and like allowing myself to slow down and like be with what I've put together and as I mentioned I have been moving through a lot it's been going so fast um yesterday morning I signed a lease for a house and put down a deposit and that all happened in less than 24 hours like I looked at the house applied got accepted and like all of that and that was just like so fast Um, and with other things just going on in my life, it was like, I didn't even have a moment to like, kind of like sit there and again, like bask in that, that fulfillment, that joy that I was getting from like, this is the, my first time, like really signing a lease. I've signed leases, but it was never like, it was moving into someone else's space, you know? So it was Mm -hmm. really good to be able to see that like reflection in the plants that I was choosing to work with in that card that I pulled and now being able to talk about it today. Um, So I guess I'll say what's in my cup and then we can move on to yours, Jesse. Yes. Kind of go from there. Um, So I start my morning every day with green tea and it's 8 a.m. here for me. Well, 8.30 now for me and in Portland, Jesse's a little behind on or a little ahead on the East Coast, but (laughs) it's still morning for me. I still got my little raspy voice on as I dive into my tea but I've got green tea to help me wake up and for all the antioxidants and everything that's in there that's my everyday never fails in my morning cup is green tea but then I always add some other herbs um, for what I'm needing in that day and today I've got nettles um, Mm -hmm. cleavers 
Tulsi or holy basil, Damiana, linden, ginger, and lemon balm. Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so yummy. Oh my gosh. And mm. it honestly tastes so good. Like I think the lemon balm is like the finishing touch to like the flavor profile here. But um, I actually had a friend of mine that likes drinks my um, Anahata tea, the heart chakra one. Yeah. And I hadn't had it in a while. And I actually hadn't had any tea blends that I had made in a while. I've been getting like different ones from the co-op here. And I took a sip of it when he made it. And I was like, mm, I make some good tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> you. And, and I, like, yeah. I was feeling oh. that this morning. I was like, oh, yeah, like, look at this tea. I made it's so good. Um, but yeah. And that's something I love so much about you. And I think it's so beautiful that you have your background in culinary nutrition because it's just something about you. And <laughs> it's like, I feel like you have a wonderful palate and you can make things taste so good. And I think that's so important for people. Who, it, it just makes herbalism and drinking tea so accessible because it's very inviting like I loved your anahata tea and honestly everything that you make I'm like obsessed with (laughs) it just (laughs) tastes so good and I'm not honestly I'm not exactly used to that and I think that's why I'm really drawn to your medicine as well because it's just so inviting it's so nourishing and I almost forget our sense of taste and how much it can really support us. And you have just offered that to me. And I'm really grateful for that. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of used to, like, more alcohol tinctures. And just kind of throwing anything in my tea. I personally <laughs> just, and, and I know you do this too, but we'll just kind of throw anything and we'll drink it. It doesn't matter how it tastes because we love the benefits like all of the benefits on all the dimensions and so i'm sometimes i forget that like (laughs) it should taste good to other people so i'm like try this tea and then i'm like oh god it probably honestly (laughs) it's like i didn't i didn't put any energy into making it taste good because it's it's something i kind of forget um and i know that you know we both just will throw things in and, and enjoy but it's it's much more enjoyable when it, when it tastes good. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just going to like piggyback off that a little bit. So everyone has like a a little bit more idea of what you're saying. So I make glycerin based tinctures um, because I believe that when we're taking an alcohol based tincture, we do this little like pucker up, like tense up kind of thing because the taste is so, so funky. Um, Mm -hmm. I know some people like alcohol, but like I cannot do it. And I know a lot of people that cannot. So I choose to use glycerin, which is a vegetable sugar. And um, it really just like allows you to really enjoy your medicine. And I think that in that way, when we're tensing up, it's kind of like, yeah, we're getting the physical benefits from those plants, because obviously, we're putting it into our bodies. But we're missing that really energetic um, change that like, that like deep, deep, connection with the plants because we're resisting in a, in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. disclaimer here, a lot of glycerin based tinctures will not have the full um, um, profile of like the constituents in plants. Like it may not extract certain constituents from some plants um, or as much as alcohol might, but you're still getting a lot there. And I mean, I don't want to 
obviously I'm biased here, but like (laughs) um, working with the tinctures that I've made has changed my life in so many ways. And that just goes to show how it's beyond the physical. Um, Totally. 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 Yeah. And, you know, disclaimer too, not disclaimer, just comment is like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really disclaiming anything here. Um, is yeah, like, of course, certain constituents are going to be, and, and the alcohol does help extract certain constituents of the plant medicine so that it's, it makes it more powerful. But I think it's almost just as equally powerful if you're working with the energetics of the plant. And mm-hmm. so I really appreciate your glycerin tinctures. It's inspired me to create glycerin tinctures. So I was doing, I was I have always made alcohol-based tinctures, and ever since you, I have had your Divine Sunshine and your Rooted and your Ajna tincture. I've been like, wow, honestly, I still feel like it's working just as powerfully, and maybe I am biased, but (laughs) I feel like it is working just as powerfully on my physical body as well as my energetic. So I think a lot of it, of course, there's science and all and and everything (laughs) behind all of it. And and some some plants actually are more easily extracted in different methods. Some should be tea, some should be, you know, a tincture or whatever. And so there's, there's so many different pathways that we can take with plant medicine, but yeah, I think it's just our intention and how much that goes into it is so powerful. And I think there's so much healing medicine within that. And so I just have been super inspired by you to create glycerin tinctures now. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yay! Snap! 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 Yeah, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> and and you know, sometimes I'll, I guess what the the products that I'm selling are glycerin, and I'll still you know make tink, uh, alcohol ones here and there, and I might add in some alcohol tincture to the glycerin, and some flower essences, and I know you you do that as well, but I think it's fun too, and we can kind of infuse them and work with them in different ways, and just experience the medicine in a full spectrum way yeah definitely um and I was gonna say too like and then I want to know what's in your cup after this thought but um (laughs) I just this came to me as you were speaking it's kind of like the way that like I think the plants work energetically is like the same way like love does so it's like if you're resisting in a way you're resisting love right you're not Mm going to feel that on like that deep energetic level and it's like that's what plants are trying to do they're trying to give us that like warm cozy love so if mm-hmm. resisting resisting it in any way on the physical or even deeper and we're not really going to get that love that they're giving to us so oh that's Ooh. so powerful yeah, and so i'm really powerful. glad that you shared that because that, that that little note about when we do take the the alcohol tincture we do pucker up and I never honestly like, thank you for sharing that. Cause I'm looking at that in a totally different way now too, as far as the resistance to the medicine. So even if we are putting in our body, that first initial drop into our body is, could be resisted. You know, I even did that yesterday. Like I'm taking, <laughs> you know, I, I take my bitters cause I'm going flowing through some digestive um, puzzles right now, <laughs> like something positive <laughs> to say instead of like, disease or, or whatever mm-hmm. illness and, and things of that nature but um yeah I'm really appreciative for that awareness 
and I think it's it's really powerful and it transcends just that and into how we receive just in general like you said receiving love and receiving nourishment receiving that healing and it's so hard I feel like to practice receiving you know I I think we give 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 at least personally from what I've witnessed and the people around me it's there's a lot more giving than there is receiving Mm -hmm. I like that that's yeah especially with the work kind of work that we're doing and I think that I want to give gratitude to all the plants right now for Mm. giving to us because, yeah, it feels like I I give a lot and sometimes I have trouble accepting it. But I guess as you're saying that, I'm realizing like working with plants, like, you know, they're living beings too and they're giving to me in that way. So it's like full circle. You know, Seja always says how it's like we work with the plants and in a way we become the medicine, like it's Mm -hmm. transferred through us to other people. And um I think that that's like the full, the full circle there, the, the giving to give more and then get back from the plants. And it just like goes around and around. Yeah. Yeah. And what a gift, like I could just, I'm like emotional right now (laughs) and, (laughs) and just, I'm just looking out my window and I am just looking at some birch trees and just the sky and these leaves that are still on on some of the trees here and I'm just like wow listening to you and just I would like to just yeah express my gratitude as well to nature to the plants to this medicine that we have the privilege of receiving from and we are in such a beautiful space. It's such a gift to be able to share this, like, and like you said, work in that cyclical way of like, they give to us. And now we are, we, of course, we're giving back to them in that, in that process. But this is us as well, giving back to the earth, giving back to them. And yeah, what a, what a beautiful space to be in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you, plants. Thank you, nature. I know, I have like a little oh, tear in my eye. So I want to know now, Jesse, what do you have in your cup? And then maybe we can touch on like the individual herbs and like why we chose those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love to. So in my cup and okay, I'll, I'll talk about that after. I'm just going <laughs> to I got so many things I want to say. So in my cup is some tilia, so some linden flowers. I have melissa, lemon balm. I have hawthorn, and I have some ginger, some ginger root. Okay, so we got some similar things going on there. And it's so funny because you said tilia, and I didn't know that tilia was another name for linden. And I was looking at it on, like, a box the other day at the store. And I was like, what is tilia? And my mind was just like, it's linden. And I was like, is it? And I like pulled out my phone, did a little Google search and it was. And I was like, how did I know that? And like, <laughs> if if anyone listening has not worked with plants um, and anyone listening who has, like, just if you have, you know that they, they speak to you, like they give you the answers <laughs> when you need them. And if you haven't experienced this, like, please get out, sit with some plants and like, like, I have such a big smile on my face. I almost want to cry like of joy right now. Like they, they teach you so much. Oh my God. I'm literally getting tears in my eyes, but um, yes, let it flow. <laughs> that's just a little, a little example of what plants have, like how plants have spoken to me. Like, how did I know that? I have no idea. Um, 
But yeah, and then you said you have ginger and lemon balm in there too. So mm-hmm. I want to know why you added those in yours and then I'll share why I added those ones in mine. Yes. So so similar to you, I've been flowing through a lot of things lately. Over the past, honestly, this past year has been the most challenging year of my life. I am 28, going to be 29 and um, about a, well, like two, three weeks. Sag season, <laughs> but um, <laughs> just had to throw it in there, you know. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't be my sad self if I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of sag placements in my chart. I'm an actual triple sag as well. So oh wow, there we go. Yeah. We got triple triples, yeah. triples three three. Um, so yeah, I've been flowing through. Oh my gosh, so much, and I have really been not giving back to myself. I've not been creating enough time in my life to deal emotionally, energetically, and physically with the things that have been happening this year with me. And um, I've been suffering from that. I've been suffering to the point now where it's become physical. And I really enjoyed how you spoke about how you believe things manifest, you know, as energy first. And I full heartedly believe that as well. That is totally my, my philosophy and my way of being. And I think if we don't deal with these things, then they, they seem to present themselves in a physical manner. And they totally have to the point now where I'm like, I can't perform a lot of my daily activities and the things that I want to do because I've ignored things. I, and again, I've not given myself time. I've not been loving myself and filling myself, pouring my own cup. And in turn, I'm dealing with a, a lot of physical things in my body which I'm also grateful for, right? Because I feel like this, it's all part of an initiation. And it's like, when I see like when something physical is happening to my body, when I'm experiencing signs, signals, sensations, like however my body is trying to communicate me with me, when I, when I listen to it and when I'm feeling, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to listen. This is an opportunity for me to grow. This is part of my initiation and this is like the medicine. So I don't, I don't try to fight it anymore. And that never used to be the case. I would always ignore like anything happening in my physical body, you know, and through my years of study and just experience, I realized how detrimental that is to our health, you know, and it's like, (laughs) eventually you can't ignore these things anymore. And so that was a long-winded way of saying (laughs) that (laughs) I need the medicine that is in this cup. Like there is absolutely no tomorrow. And I see a naturopath. I've been seeing her for about six years now. I actually have three within that practice that I see for different things. And she, my, my head, I guess my head naturopath, if you would call it that, the one I see, my primary naturopath, there we go. She, you know, I had a, I had a lovely conversation with her. It was last week and she could tell, she could see a lot of the things she was doing, um, the acupuncture, the cupping, checking my tongue and just asking me deep rooted questions. She's like, okay, I feel like you need an herbal hug. I feel, (laughs) and I really like how you mentioned like hug before 
because I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. And I needed that reminder of like using these plants as a way to hug ourselves. And of course, like I have plants every day (laughs) and, you know, I, I was like, yes, let me come back to this. Let me come back to the plants nurturing me and holding me and just literally hugging me, like wrapping me in love. And so that's what I've been doing. And so that's what this cup is about. Um, and she suggested, she, she has been suggesting this blend and I have been drinking it for probably like a, a week straight now. Um, and that's why I, I, thought it was important I was going to like come up with like my own blend and I was like you know I really want to to share what I've been going through and share these just that story you know and why I'm why I'm using these specific plants for that reason and it's super funny because she was like Tilia I feel would would you know might might be really supportive for you and I was like Tilia and I was like (laughs) so you did the same thing literally did the same thing (laughs) So it's so funny. So I was like, Tilia. And I was like, oh, I guess like, do you have any? Because I'm going to have to buy it from you because I don't have any at home. And then she's like, sure. And she's so kind too. She she really supported me. Um, I get home and I like open it up and I smell it. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it. And like, if you listeners have not smelled linden flower, oh my gosh, please do. Please just drop what you're doing and go to the store. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, where I am, you're not going to find linden flower right now. But it is like uh, when I smell it, and I honestly have some right here next to the phone, it brings me back to somewhere I don't even know. And just it's so supportive so so calming like i'm instantly just smelling it i'm instantly calmer i feel like there's more space in my body to breathe like i feel so nourished by literally just smelling this plant and i feel so loved to to even have this in my hand and so i really encourage you you know if if you're not allergic to to pollen to take a look at linden flower and of course like like mk said before we are not doctors this is just our own personal experience you know we're, we're sharing right now but if it's safe for you to explore these these plant medicines and especially explore linden flower i really really encourage it it's just been so healing for me um and then yeah to like Linden flower is also really, it's kind of like a mild sedative and also an antispasmodic and it's really encouraging like relaxation. So that's kind of where I'm at in regards to why I'm working with that. And also like just the love aspect and the protection and the wisdom that comes from Linden flower and, and that tree in general. So yeah, also the connection to the element of air. Okay, I didn't know has, that one. Yeah, has been something I've been kind of playing around with in terms of Linden. And I, and then, I don't know, like, so it's kind of funny because Linden is like 
when I started my Anahata tea blend, when I was working with that one, I, I originally had linden in it and I ended up taking it out. Mm. Um, but it's a really, like you said, that connection with the heart, it's a really heart opening one. And I've been noticing lately that this is, I, I didn't even realize this until I'm saying it now, like literally as I'm speaking, it's coming to my mind. But um, part of the reason I added Linden, something that I've been like recognizing lately is I've been coming like from a place of fear and worry with like all the things that I've been dealing with. I also just want to note that it's like, you know, I was like thinking, oh, we're, you know, we're sharing what's in our tea um, and why, and this might take us in two different directions, but we're just on kind of on the same page. We're not going through the same things, but it's just that mm-hmm. like everything moving fast, not being able to settle into any of it kind of feeling totally. that it seems like we're both going through. Um, so yeah, I've been living from like a place of fear more so than heart mm-hmm. um, loving, like heart centered living. And um, I've been trying to come back to my you know, plant allies that help with moving me back into the heart. So a lot more rose again, um, which I used to work with all the time, but Linden. So I saw Tilia come up the other day and then I was at the store yesterday and I saw Linden or not yesterday, a few days ago. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get some of that. It's going to bring me back into my heart. And I totally forgot about like that whole thought process. Um, until now I had it for, you know, like that, you know, the mild sedative, the relaxation aspect of it, but it's really that heart connection too, because I think the opposite of like heart centered living is fear. It's not like the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is fear. And that's where those feelings of hate or resentment or whatever come from is that fear. Mm -hmm. Um, So letting go of that fear and moving back into the heart and that kind of, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your, your thing, but this is just a leading thought. And then we'll, we'll get back to the ones that we have in common, but Um, in our tea blends, but I have um, nettles in mine. And, you know, that's just for nettles for me, it's just like, I'm like, I feel like I need to be nourished. And like, I reach for nettles. But also, um, nettles is associated with Mars, which is the Mm -hmm. planet of fire, as you know, you know more about this than I do. But um, I have an Aries moon, which is the moon signs our emotions for anyone who doesn't know this just quick little Mm-hmm. um info there and Aries is a fire sign so it's connecting to Mars and um yeah all of that Mars fire Aries moon the emotions and Aries rules the mind this is something you told me Jesse and I realized that when I'm going through a lot of stuff emotionally I get stuck in my head so much so I'm taking the nettles or adding the nettles in here to kind of um help with that like getting out of my mind and like mm-hmm that too so I, I don't know I was leading that oh yeah out of my mind and into my heart was my whole <laughs> my whole point of checking in with the nettles real quick yeah um, yeah <laughs> I was literally nourished just by you saying there's nettles in your cup like that's <laughs> how powerful I feel that plant is and I, just yeah you bringing in the the connection to Mars as well and like helping utilize that plant to not only nourish you like at a, at a very physical level like but also like moving everything in your body like mars also governs the blood and like we can just go on and on about nettles probably forever and <laughs> just how connected nettles is to the planet mars but i really love that you like intuitively like called upon nettles and to, to help you kind of like move that energy from the headspace down into your heart and just all throughout your body. So mm-hmm. really, really lovely. I've 
had the absolute privilege of having, and I know the last time you were here, MK, I was like, this is now my nettles garden Um, (laughs) because nettle took over my entire garden and I couldn't be more happy about it. And I, I just have never really, so this was the first time I had grown a garden, my actual garden, you know, not like tomatoes and pots and cucumbers and pots and, and herbs and things like that inside or outside. And I've, I've used to grow up um, having a garden and helping my dad. We had a big garden, but this was the first time like having my own garden. And now that I am actually, you know, infused into herbalism, I was so excited to see like what naturally would grow. And I had no, I just, I, I'm just mind blown still like, and I loved the plants that I grow. Don't get me wrong. Like, but (laughs) I was so much more excited about the natural plants that happened to grow there for so many reasons. Nettle took over my entire garden and I had to get comfortable with being stung all the time (laughs) because I'm reaching for my peppers and I'm getting stung, 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 stung. And it's so funny because Oh my gosh. Like, and I know you feel this way as well as like the plants growing in particular regions and areas all over the world and and literally right in front of our face because it's needed. Mm -hmm. So I just saw this as an opportunity, like, oh my gosh, I need, I need your medicine. Like, and you are literally appearing here because I need you. And like, not to be like selfish, but like, and, and not even, maybe not even me. I mean, I, I definitely need nettle, but like also like my family and the people of my community. And so there's been so many situations this year where I'm like, oh, I know I could just go to the garden actually right now and, and use, use the medicine that was meant to be grown and meant to be shared with you. So it's been such a beautiful opportunity to get to know nettles, like on a deeper level, get stung and like when you get stung too, it's like really so beautiful because it's actually like releasing like happy hormones into our body. So it's actually like, even though it hurts, it's literally like on a scientific level, it's actually like just dripping and oozing our body with just happy and pure like hormones that, that we need. So I just think it's so fascinating to see how nettle like works at that level. And yeah, I can just go on and on and on forever probably. <laughs> I but, think um, that's like interesting because it's like, we're talking about moving too fast and it's like nettle stings you and like makes you stop and slow down to experience yeah, the happy. Totally. totally that's crazy. Totally. Wow. Mm, I <laughs> but I also that. wanted like two other things um, connected to what you were saying. Um, with like nettles growing all around you and feeling like that's what you need there. When I moved, I moved to Portland for everyone listening, um, like five, six months ago. And I had never really seen St. John's wort, which is like what mm-hmm. is used for, I mean, it's, it's used for, again, disclaimer, not a doctor here, but used for depression a lot, but it's also really specifically used for seasonal affective disorder. And it's like whole thing is like bringing, it's doctrine of signatures, like bringing sunshine um the yellow flowers they bring the sunshine out of you and into the world and Mm -hmm. it grows all around portland where 
most of the year in Portland, it's gray. So it's like, here's this medicine that you need to help you get through this gray time. I'm right here. Use me, you know, kind of thing. Um, Just like the same way you said nettles is like needed where you are. And I also wanted to touch on, um, you were saying how nettles helps to move the blood, move that like stagnation. And again, I feel like, you know, everything has been moving too fast for me like in the outer world, but inside it's kind of like feeling really stagnant because I haven't Mm -hmm. been able to move through it personally. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't been able to sit with it and really feel it. And um, I added cleavers into my tea for that reason too. So I guess nettles, you know, without even realizing nettles was doing that for me, but also the cleavers because it helps to move the lymphatic system or helps with the lymphatic system. And um, I've worked with my friend Jess, who I'm going to put her in the show notes because um, she's just amazing. She's like a freaking guru goddess of like everything, honestly. <laughs> but, yes. But I was <laughs> working with her for like skincare, which is what she focuses on a holistic aspect of skincare. And she helped me a lot with working with my lymphatic system and realizing that I had not just like physical stagnation in my body that was creating like not just issues with my skin, but with my, my cycle and like in turn everything, but it was starting on again, that energetic level stagnant energy. And with working with the lymphatic system, with working with cleavers and again, talking about Seja, um, he talks about how cleavers are really good for like letting go of, he talks specifically old relationships because we'll see cleavers, how they cling to your, to your clothes if you know they're really sticky and they cling they're like um big what do they call it something with like nature's velcro or whatever Mm -hmm. so they they have that aspect of clinginess of sticking and not being able to move forward and let go but when you use it internally what it does is helps you to let go to move that stagnation Mm. to move that stagnant energy so i guess the nettles and cleavers are both just helping you move move through move along with everything that's going on in the external world so wow so beautiful I didn't know um, that about the cleavers as well so thank you for sharing that because I would love to play <laughs> with that, yeah, as that well. was another one that just kind of like came to me it was like hello use me use me mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like yeah. okay I will and oh my gosh I'm so happy that you talked about St. John St. John's war as well and yeah how it I think it's such a beautiful example also of like just the doctrine of signatures but like at a larger like just yeah like how it's showing up right there in a place that's right now super gray or or is known to be more gray for a period of time throughout the year or whatever and I think it's just a beautiful example of like how nature directly is is working with us you know Mm -hmm. it's like okay, here is this thing that you need because there's larger influences, there's larger things happening that, that everything is aware of, you know, and it's, it's this symbiotic relationship of all things working together, you know, and it's, it's just like the St. John's just like knows that y'all need that sunshine medicine and we all need the sunshine medicine, but, um, specifically in in those kind of regions so it's just I'm forever mind blown fascinated about things you know things just appearing like that and yeah the St. John's Wort has been super supportive for me too I take your divine sunshine tincture 
<laughs> every day. And it's been so, so, so supportive for me and everything that I'm moving through. So yeah. thank you for creating that. And thank you for sharing St. John's work with, with the world. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm going to add another disclaimer there um, because I did say that it has been used for depression, but um, that's something that you don't want to just dive into because yeah. it, it can affect um, any medications you're on and everything. So if you're you're wanting to work with St. John's Ward, just kind of tune in with your or check in with your doctor and um, see if that would work right for you. I also wanted to add, oh, well, two things here. I was actually going to add St. John's wort to my cup today, but when I went mm -hmm. to grab my jar filled with it, it's actually empty because I oh, have really? some of the divine sunshine macerating right now. Mm -hmm. I have to restock it, but I, I forgot I used it all in there. So I got to pick some more up because um, unfortunately, you know, it is all over here, but with all of the, the heat waves this summer, unfortunately, a lot of it did not make it through the summer. Um, um, so yeah, but um, I also wanted to say um, I don't remember exactly what it was that you said, but I'm looking at my herbal recipes book, um, for vibrant health by Rosemary Gladstar. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Okay. If anyone is listening to this and is like, you know, questions like kind of the connection that we have with the earth and the like oneness of everything, how everything is connected. We're talking about how these, <clears throat> these plants show up for us when we need them and in the regions that we need. That's the whole topic we've kind of been on right now. But in her book, um, Rosemary Gladstar talks about how there's plants, like there's constituents and chemicals in plant that do in plants that do nothing for the plants, but work for us. And she talks about how the plants we've evolved with the plants. And I don't want to say that the plants are here for us because that's a very um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like putting us first. But it's mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know you there's that um, image of like the, the ecosystem and there's like one where it's like the human on top and everything underneath. And then there's the other aspect of it or the other side of it where it's like the human is within the circle of everything else. And that's what it really is. So it's not that the plants are there for us, but it's that they're there to help us and support us and guide us. Um, and yeah. yeah, so I just wanted to kind of share that, like, if you're questioning, like, this connection or this oneness between everything, like, there's literally things in plants, chemicals in plants that they do not need at all, and they support us, and they're there, as we said, in those places where we need them and when we need them, and that's just such a beautiful way for me to look at it, and I hope that that kind of touches other people as well and kind of opens up maybe a door um, if you haven't thought of that before. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're kind of really honing in on like the doctrine of correspondences right now, mm -hmm. and like the, the whole the oneness of like everything, and the, the connection to it all. And like, I think it's important too. And this has helped me, or my native roots, I, I would say have really helped me because I feel like they really had this awareness that, that the plants and, and the trees, everything in nature is not it's not f meant for us. It's not, I mean, not, not to say that it's not like just for us to take and like, like we are in relationship with it. And I just feel, I feel very strongly about this and not seeing like the land as ours, not seeing the plant 
the plants just just for our taking like it's just for our our purpose and of course they're here to support us and nourish us and like that's a big reason you know why everything is our ecosystem is the way it is because we're all like contributing to each other we're all in connection we're all weaving this web all of the energies of all the beings you know and i just i really love how you said that and it just it reminds me of yeah like not not seeing nature as ours and um and practicing reverence with that and and just a deep appreciation and gratitude for for what we can utilize and um yeah the other reason i wanted to keep this blend for this talk today was because yeah like i get home and i'm smelling the tilia and i'm like why do I know this? Why do I know this? Why do I know this? It smells so familiar. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, <laughs> this looks just like linden flower. And I'm like, wait, is this linden flower? <laughs> and then I go over to the jar of linden flower that you gave me before you left. Oh. And, and I was like, full circle. Wow. literally full circle. So that's why I really wanted to bring that medicine into my cup today. Like, well, because it just, I feel like it's connecting us. And like you gave that to me and you actually gave me a lot of it. So it's also funny because like, I was like, I don't have any, and now I have like so much linden flower. I'm like, I'm just going to like bathe in it and roll around in it. I'm like, <laughs> it's like so much. I just love it. Um, but yeah. So I also have Melissa lemon balm in here. A uh, lemon balm for those who aren't f too familiar is known as the elixir of life. And it's also has been known for its, you know, really kind of calming effects and also heart medicine as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of why that medicine is infused into my cup along yeah. with the hawthorn because we know, we know, but maybe our listeners don't know that hawthorn is also like, it's like the staple, I feel like, of heart medicine. And um Hawthorne is part of the rose family and we know just rose has the highest electromagnetic frequency in the, the entire botanical kingdom. So I love working with rose. My middle name is Rose. I just feel so connected to that plant. So um, Hawthorne, for those who don't know, is really like a cardiac tonic. It's so nourishing for our hearts and yeah, I know you mentioned you were going to, I think you said you were going to throw some leaves in today mm -hmm. and some flowers. And it's interesting because I typically work with the berries and I just like have started more, more recently working with the leaves and the flowers. That's literally and, me too. I just saw it at the store and I was like, you know what, I'll get some of that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> um, so good. So yeah. And I feel like, you know, the berries are, are like... I feel like it's almost harder to extract the medicine out of the berries because they're so tough and you really have to like boil them and like the extraction. I feel like it's just easier to kind of receive the medicine from the flowers and the leaves. That could just be my personal like opinion on it. So there's my other disclaimer on that. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Hawthorne is really, really just a, an energy medicine for our heart. And that's kind of why um, Hawthorne is in my cup as well. So those are just... That's kind of where I'm, where I'm at in my, yeah. my cup. <laughs> and what about the ginger? We both had ginger. Why why did you have ginger in there? Yeah. So I, I wanted like a root medicine as well. I mm -hmm. think I, I try to like incorporate 
you know, I try to get a lot of different aspects. So like I have the flower, like the linden flower in there. I have the leaves and some flowers from the hawthorn. And yeah, I was like, I just need some kind of that, that root medicine as well, but just how, um, ginger alivens our body. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's kind of why I just felt, felt called to add the ginger as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful too, because again, another connection there, I, I added it for like the warming properties and, um, Mm. the, again, like it's another one that works with like movement. Like when you add warmth, you're adding movement. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think the cold, the, the dry is the stagnation, the warmth, um, brings in the, the movement, but also I added it cause I wanted a root too, um, mm. for the, oh, yeah. the grounding. Yeah. The grounding aspect of it, especially moving through all of these different things in my life. Like I, you know, I was away for two weeks in Connecticut with you for a little mm-hmm. bit there. And then I came back and the next weekend I was away again and now I'm moving in two weeks and it's just like, whoa, like when do I get to ground myself? So I added that for that medicine as well for that really rooting down and feeling grounded despite all the movement going on. Mm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, really, really I was going to put licorice root, but I, I needed that warming too. And again, I, my tea ball was like overflowing with herbs I had in it. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we'll yes. wait for another day. I do a lot of licorice root anyway. So I was going to say that. I feel like you do a lot of licorice root. Yeah. <laughs> Not that yeah. I know. I like the, <laughs> yeah. I like the little sweetness that it adds. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. It adds that the flavor profiles is yeah if I'm not looking for something earthy because like you said earlier like yeah I will just throw anything in my cup and drink it um but when I'm trying to balance that flavor licorice root helps a decent amount of the time with like more earthy or like bitter herbs it really helps to balance out the the flavor totally and it's also um neutral and, and warming so a lot of herbs are drying so it's really good to I mean it's actually moistening it's really yeah, good to add that in for for that reason so you're not like drying yourself out yeah um, yeah, yeah. Most, I'm almost to the bottom of drying. my yeah <laughs> most of them are yeah yeah so it's just as a and this is something I've learned from from Sejra as well is and I'm glad that you brought up that point is including the moistening herbs into our tea into our lives into our days because a lot of these plants that we typically get to the privilege of utilizing our drying of course there's mm-hmm. different levels and like but um yeah it's really it's been helpful for me to remember that and to call on the moistening plants because they are there are less of them <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been helpful for me as well but yeah yeah okay and also a lot of them are are pretty cooling too so mm-hmm. um ginger is like that warming one um i think I have another. Mm. I think Tulsi is like debated, right? Tulsi is debated whether it's like. I'm actually not sure one? about that. I'm not, yeah, I guess we'll have to check in on that. We're not going to go into Holy that conversation basil. then. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm really excited. I want to hear if you want to share a little bit about your cup and yeah, why you picked those plants, why they spoke yeah. to you. Yeah, I mean, I touched a lot on, I think I got to most, I almost dropped my pen cap in my, my cup. <laughs> um, but I got to most of them. Um, the only two that we didn't touch on, because we touched on the cleavers with the nettles, Lyndon we mm-hmm. talked about together, ginger, lemon balm. So Tulsi and Damiana. Mm. Um, so Tulsi, also known as holy basil, 
I put that one in for mainly like the relaxation component again. Same with like mm-hmm. the ginger. I mean, same with the linden and lemon balm was in there as well. So just really helping myself to relax. And um, it's like, it makes me like flow better. I have it in my flow state tincture and I put it for that reason. Um, that and lemon balm both together really just kind of help me move through things with a little bit more ease. Um mm-hmm. So that's why the Tulsi's in there. And then Damiana, <laughs> my girl. Your girl. My girl. I just feel like you are her. <laughs> like, maybe you should change your name. <laughs> I, I, should, no. you know, I always say if I have like a daughter one day, I'm going to name her Damiana. Cause, like, oh, my God. Beautiful. <laughs> um, and, you know, like, it's interesting because Damiana is like pretty well known in the herbal world, but also not. Um, and I don't know like where that comes from, but I think if you're not in the herbal world, like Damiana is not very well known. So, um, I don't want to say saving the best for last because they're all amazing, but like Damiana's my girl. So let's, yeah. let's dive into her. Um, so <laughs> Damiana, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. I just want to keep saying her name. Yeah, um, Damiana is a bright yellow flower that grows in like Southern Texas and, um, Mexico region. Um, and again, that Doctrine of Signatures, which if you don't know what Doctrine of Signatures is, we've mentioned it a few times, but it's pretty much just like, you can see it in multiple things, but like when you look at something and um, speaking of plants, because we're, we're talking about plants, so I'll use that example. When you look at a yeah. plant and what you see um, helps you to recognize what it does. So you can also mm-hmm. see this in foods. One example that a lot of people know is like, you look at walnuts and they kind of look like a brain mm-hmm. and they help with the brain. So it's kind of just giving you that message of what it can help with. So Damiana, again, is that bright yellow flower. And it really helps, again, with like working with bringing that light um, into yourself and into the world around you. Um, It works, I think, both with the sacral um, chakra and the solar plexus, because, again, the solar plexus is that the like your sun center you know so mm-hmm. with that bright yellow flower it's helping with that but also it's um an aphrodisiac so it works with the um sacral chakra as well and everything mm-hmm. going on there um it also really just helps you to connect back to yourself and to divine connection so like everything going around on around us like we talked about that oneness so for me the divine is that oneness everything connected there um So it's kind of, I added it today. I mean, I always use it for different reasons um, because it does so much, but I added it today for that sunshine aspect, as I was saying at the beginning, just really that sunshine cozy vibes. And um, also just to connect back to myself because I feel like sometimes with everything going on, I get like lost and um, get lost in like, I guess the either, like out there in the world, like somewhere and mm-hmm. have trouble coming back to myself and back to the earth. So yeah, that was mostly for that divine connection there, connecting back to the self, connecting back to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's she's amazing. I, I can talk about her for days, but like, <laughs> that's what I've got her, or that's why I've got her here today with me. Oh my, oh my. Yeah. I love her so much and I love <laughs> her for you. And I love, <laughs> how she is able to support you through this time and just in life in general because yeah I know that yeah I just feel like she's really like your girl yeah like yeah I've talked about soulmates like she's with me all the time she's been the she was the inspiration for like my first uh 
four products, I think it is. Um, I've got her in like a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of different ways um, to use her. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like she just, she called to me one day and well, a few times. And then I finally listened and I was like, okay, I see you girl. I got you. I'll use you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I love how you're using her for the sunshine medicine as well. Mm-hmm. And because of the the yellow flower, I think that really, it, it's funny because you were like, I was going to throw the St. John's wort yeah. in. And for those that don't know, like St. John's wort is a little yellow flower. And I had the privilege of, of meeting that plant this year at my herbal teacher's garden. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, like real, like real life, like sunshine medicine. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's just like, you just feel it with with the St. John's war, but yeah, again, like the yellow flower, it's like you were reaching for the yellow flower, but then you, I feel like you got the yellow flower that you yeah. needed, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's just really special. I wanted to look up, I just grabbed my spagyrics book. I wanted to look up cause I can't remember. I'm not sure if you know what planet she, um, she's connected to. I, don't, I, would, and I would love to. So if you can share that with me, that would be awesome. <laughs> let me see if I can find it in this lovely book. Um, I would assume like Venus maybe, but the yellow, I don't know, maybe, I mean, who knows? It's not always about the, the color. But again, and... she's like one that's not like super well known. So she might not be talked about that much with correspondences. But while you're looking, I also want to say that um, the doc one of the doctrine of signatures for St. John's when used topically. So if you take the, the leaf of St. John's wort and you hold it up to the sun, you'll see the sun rays coming through these little holes in the leaf. And the doctrine of signature here is that topically St. John's wort helps with puncture wounds, um, mm. like as an oil or whatever, it can help with that. So that's the doctrine of signature, seeing the sun come through those holes. It looks like little puncture wounds. But I just realized as we're speaking, and I don't, I'm sure this is not my thought, like I'm sure others have thought this, but um, I mean, it is my thought, but I'm not, I'm not claiming this as like intellectual property here, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like the doctrine of signature there too is like the sunshine shining through a hole in you so like if it feels like mm. something is kind of broken or something is open like it's allowing saint john's word allows that sunshine to shine through there shine through those cracks and like create more light um in that way wow. too so i just that's so so beautiful I just thought of that. Again, I'm definitely not the first one to think of that. So don't quote me. I mean, you can quote me there, but like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not seeing it in my book, but not to say that it's, this is um, an old book. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I find in here are sometimes not, you know, it's not. Yeah. Like set in stone and not everything. Yeah, no. And there's definitely like so many. I mean, the plants, the plants, like, I mean, obviously have such a connection to the planets, right? It's literally come from the same compound, (laughs) same root word, just added an E. So they all, you know, connect to all of the planets. At least I I feel that way and Mm -hmm. teachings I've learned. But there's some that, you know, directly reflect different planets and and we can call on the energy of the planets and use the assistance of the planets through the plants um the like um paracelsus one of the greatest alchemists 
has said that you know the planets or the plants are the celestial stars and he really you know kind of hones in on using the plants as a vehicle to connect to the celestial forces and i think that's just such so beautiful and and sage popham has helped me really understand that more and just get so curious about that connection like oh my god i'm just not connecting just to like here you know i'm connecting mm-hmm. to something so much larger than me and the more we come to understand that the more i feel like we practice that and, and start to see that and and change our and, and like embody that wider vision and moving from the heart center moving from heart coherence and, and perception with the heart the more we can see our connection to not just here but everything in the universe yeah and that I think sounds that cliche <laughs> no I think that comes full circle back to like why we're doing this podcast moving into that heart-centered that heart-centered way of living we live in a um, intellectual based world right now and moving back into that more intuitive heart um, mm. is is kind of why we're sharing this and kind of where at least you know not to speak for you but where this has guided me um, so yeah, so um, so I was just gonna share. Um, I think maybe we'll we'll kind of Wrap come out up. of this conversation if that sounds good to you, Jesse. My cleavers yeah. are like moving through me and are need yes, like, me too. Me, me too. To really go use the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same same boat, girl. Yeah. <laughs> We're open books here. We are. <laughs> Uh, transparent and... they're moving everything out they're doing yeah. what they're needing to do mm-hmm. but um I was just gonna share um we talked a lot about sunshine in this podcast so I think I'll share a 10% code for anyone mm-hmm. who is listening to this for the divine sunshine tincture um of mine mm-hmm. so I'm gonna put that in the show notes because I don't have the code right now I haven't put it together yet this literally just came to me so Mm-hmm. If you're interested in some of that sunshine medicine, wanting to check that out, check the show notes and there'll be a 10% off code. Oh, there. that's so kind of you. <laughs> I wish I could just share everything for free. We've talked yeah, about me this, too. but I know, trying I know. to live in this world, so you know, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm totally with you. I will just wrap up with a card that I pulled from my Native American Oracle deck and I pulled it actually during when you in more of the beginning of our conversation and yeah I just kind of wanted to wanted to share it because I thought it was a beautiful just a beautiful little note um it's the woodpecker and he's actually on some birch trees which is funny because I was like looking at the birch trees (laughs) um (laughs) and it's number eight if that's relevant to anyone and there's like a beautiful blue crystal above, like it's like a blue woodpecker as well. And it just says opportunity. And I won't go too far into like this whole, I won't read the whole thing, but um, it talks about woodpeckers tap to find nourishing tidbits. And as he sounds out his environment looking for treasures, he reminds us that opportunities are everywhere, even where there seems to be no hope, such in dead trees. I thought that was just super beautiful. He talks, it's just kind of that like determination medicine um, and listening to the distinct call. And I think this is just kind of woodpecker, the spirit of woodpecker, like speaking to us and 
just encouraging us. I know we've both been flowing through a lot of challenges and we are great friends. So we are aware of our challenges and, and, and everything. And I think that the woodpecker just kind of um, reminds us that like not to give up. And it, it's, it even says here, like the message is after, after initial failure, like listen to the guidance and stay focused and maintain your determination. And the key words are like opportunity, perseverance, um, failures that really have lessons, trying many things and finding treasures in unlikely places. So I just kind of wanted to share that it kind of resonated with kind of what we're like moving through and just some of the me medicine that we are trying to share with the world. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that the world needs a lot of this, like right now too, like a lot of conversations I have with other people are them moving through so much as well. And I think as, totally. um, as a society and as a world, like collectively, we're all moving through a lot. And sometimes mm -hmm. it seems like it could be like failures, um, yeah. but yeah, they really are opportunities. So yeah, that's yeah. Beautiful. so much space for growth and so many lessons that come within that. And um, yeah, nature, nature is totally totally here for us and um yeah nourishing us and yeah and um that's part of like the alchemical process too like transmuting our our challenges and yeah transmuting that into light and to source mm -hmm. energy and back to um, light back to yeah light. yeah back to light <laughs> <laughs> so yeah maybe we'll just leave off on that note and send all of our listeners lots of light and love and in hopes to remember their connection to their internal light, their internal sunshine, their medicine and their connection with nature and all that is. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, yeah. We love you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you.